Welcome to Sitcom Sit Down, the podcast where we discuss things we like, love, and love about many sitcoms from around the world. I'm John Gilbert, and I'm joined here by a man who has performed comedy, he's written comedy, he's written sit comedy, and most importantly, has agreed to join me on this podcast, Mr. John Albones. Thank you very much. So, John, thanks for joining us for the pilot. Always sitcoms, a pleasure. Sitcoms have pilots, and this podcast's got a Pilot. I know it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Biggest pilot's come out of Hull since Amy Johnson. Yeah, oh, that's it. That's it. That's the, the byline written there. Uh, we could probably end it now. All right. Good night, everyone. No, no. Thank you. So, yeah. hey, John. What, <laughs> yes, what do you like? John. What do you like in a sitcom? Laughs. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the bottom line. There's no like set rule, is there? There's all different kinds of sitcom. Mm. It's not always the same thing that makes you laugh. I mean, good characters, obviously. Um, the better the actors, they usually carry it off better. But the, yeah, it depends on the traditional style or, or the, the more modern, you know, crash, bang, wallop, quick scenes, mm. you know. Um, I think the, the longevity has to come from the characters because, I mean, like, every sitcom's got its stick, it's got its situation. Yeah, um, yeah. And whether that is... Um, one of the characters is an alien from Planet Orc, <laughs> and he's just, is it Orc? Something like that. Mark from, yeah, yeah, I think it was. Um, Or it could be two unlikely people uh, having to live together in a flat or a house. The odd odd couple. Yeah, Neil Simon. The odd couple has been done time and time again. Absolutely, just in different guises. So so the the setup almost isn't the thing that makes it special. It's it's the affinity with the characters and and kind of their relationships and the way they interact is the only way they. Works, Absolutely, sure. and, the, and the challenges they have to overcome and stuff like that. Yeah. When you go back to all the way back to the seventies or sixties when it started, maybe um, Steptoe's son, it was all about fear. Wasn't it? it was kind of like um, the old man w- wanted the son to stay because he was scared of being on his own, and like the the son feared being stuck with his dad for the rest of his life. So there was always that fear between them, which ca- caused the friction and the comedy. Mm. So it's yeah, it's interesting how it how it all works. Mm. Oh god, I, I can tell we're going to be deeper than maybe I had in mind. Yeah. It's funny because one of them's old, <laughs> and he's a pain. <laughs> I think I read and he it sits somewhere. in a tinned bath. <laughs> yeah, that's the secret to comedy, surely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they use words like "kazi," which was always funny back in the seventies. <laughs> Why did you tell them I was on the kazi? Yeah. yeah, things like that. Yeah, don't get that anymore. No. It's not enough old men on the toilet there <laughs> in sitcoms. Don't get that in your enthusiasm. Yeah. True. What, what's your attitude to canned laughter? Canned laughter? Um, I mean, I might add something to this podcast. Yeah, we, 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 we could use it, to it. be fair. Um, yeah, could have, done, could have done with canned laughter at certain gigs I've done in the <laughs> um, I've No real great thoughts on it, really. But sometimes when you... When it's so obvious and there's quite a weak joke and there's this mass mm. hilarity, you know, it's 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 pretty grim. It's yeah. pretty grim, you know what I mean? There's a difference, isn't it? Because sometimes it's like the studio laughter, which is the real yeah. laughter. Yeah. And, okay, they are used some kind of like NLP programming to just laugh the <laughs> shit out of anything that Mrs. Brown says. And, and well, then they have yeah. to kind of go I knew we'd get on to air at some point. But then also there's ones where they're shot outside. Yes. Um, then it's it's a forced laugh, laughter Ooh. trap that's been... Well, ex- exactly, yeah. You can't suddenly have the laughter stopping and yeah. then, then starting again. So the sitcom that we've picked has a laughter track in... Most of the episodes, I think there might have only just been one that they didn't. Um, but we, we I'm not sure to that. be honest. I, I've never really, really thought about it. No, too you much. were too busy laughing. I was too busy laughing. Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't hear. You were the... just like the stimulus. <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> <laughs> I will laugh 
when I'm told. I mean, even then, I just grinned. Yeah. What, what I was saying wasn't even amusing. I was too busy Dear thinking about what, that. What's the raison d'etre of this character? You know, to, to worry about if anyone was laughing or not. How's he feeling about fear? <laughs> and more importantly, when's he going on the cars? No, we should never fucking mentioned it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So only fools and horses. Yeah. <laughs> fucking timing is everything. <laughs> So, so John, um, what's the ask me the secret of comedy. About? Ask me the secret of comedy. John, what's the timing? <laughs> Carry on, John. So, John, um, what yeah. sitcom um, are we going to be talking about in this pilot episode? I, d- of this I, I sitcom thought sitcom. <laughs> I thought we might go for Only Fools and Horses, John. Really? That's, yeah. That's, I thought that's that might quite be quite an obscure one. In- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only Fools and Horses, the institution. Uh, very recently, actually, at the time of recording, this has been voted the most. Beloved BBC show of all time. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not yeah. surprised. Have that all the six o'clock news. I think it was probably looking back, and one of the reasons um, I thought it might be nice to discuss it was, it's probably one of the last sitcoms where um, sort of it felt like anyway most of the nation sat down and watched mm. it, whereas people are watching all sorts now mm. with the five billion channels that we've got to pick from. But yeah, it was one of those. It was kind of it was um, what do they call it? Water cooler moments. The next mm. day, did you watch Only Falls last night? And and most people would have done. Yeah. You know, so um So I didn't realise this until looking up into it that the so the the core series mm. um that ran for ten years between eighty one and ninety one. And then yeah. after that it really was just about the, the Christmas specials. Yes, yeah, that's I'd that's assume true. that the series had run and run, which it feels like it did, but Yeah, now you've mentioned it, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I didn't realise either, but yeah, of course it did, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the Christmas special is one of the, you know, one of the things you used to circle in the Radio Times. So you can use that metaphor. Mm. But yeah, not that I've ever bought the Radio Times. But yeah, it was one of them things that the much must watch. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. it was, the, I think it's still the most watched um, single TV event on Christmas Day. It probably is. Yeah. It probably is, yeah. It probably, yeah, up there competing with things like Mark and Mars back in the 70s mm. when there was only three channels then, so they didn't have a lot of competition. But yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it caught capture the imagination it just really everyone like loved Del Boy as a character and you know his dipstick brother or a plonker on it he was always a plonker um yeah absolutely fantastic just really really funny very very fun and so we've re-watched one of the mm. probably arguably the, the most famous episode actually yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting doing that and because Only Fools and Horses is in this club of sitcoms that is constantly on UK girls, <laughs> yeah. some, something, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And we were saying uh, we took a different routes to doing our research to watch this episode. Yeah. I just searched for it, and it was just gave me the options. I could watch it on Tuesday, I could watch yes. it on Thursday, or I could download it now. Yeah, They're just um, omnipotent Del Boy TV. Yeah, and I subscribed to BritBox <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. So yeah, um, just so I could watch it. But anyway, we got there. We both watched it. That's the main reminder in. That's the main thing. Cost you nine ninety nine a month or whatever it is. Only fools and horses get quite often appears as like the number one sitcom, particularly in British um, polls. It has been. uh, It has transferred internationally. I think there's like a German version and (laughs) an Indian version of certainly American version. Yeah, we we we, maybe in a future um, podcast we can evaluate them. (laughs) We'll have to have a look. Yeah, Yeah. but for now, what we did is um, we sat down, not together, but um, separately, Mm. and we we watched um, one of the. Well, it was Christmas special, but it actually wasn't set around. Christmas no, it was time. summer. Yeah, yeah, but it was a bank holiday or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the uh, the Jolly Boys outing. Yeah. 
So within that, it's featured. I mean, this is in the the Uncle Albert period. Yes. Um, yeah. Obviously, but so, but you've got the majority. I think that the, by this point, you've got about twenty five characters that you're familiar with. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Dell and Rodney are the, uh, the the focus on that. And by this time, you've got Cassandra and you've got. Well, actually, Raquel comes back into it into this. That's spoiler right. Yeah. Alert, um, uh, yeah. Through here, but then you've got that. Yeah, that nucleus. And obviously, Uncle Albert, as yeah. I say, is kind of in and around that. But it it was. Um, an interesting episode because it made me feel nostalgic for a time that I was not really that part of. I suppose I was a little bit too, too young to identify. How old were you then? When that was so the, yes, it was ninety one. So I'd have been eleven. So I wasn't right, really right. doing many jumping on a bus, going drinking, yeah, yeah. sessions. Um, but it made me feel like I was there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Um, I'm trying to think how old that must have been. No, I'm not telling you. Well, um, it's going to come up. How, how old? I'll have been in my 20, early 20s right. when okay. that was on. Um, so, yeah, I had one or two trips on a bus with friends and various cans of whatever. Um, even if it was just football away trips, I, you, know, you can relate to it, can't you? Mm. But, yeah, absolutely. But the thing that got me, it's funny you said about the, how many characters there was, and you always think of Boise and, and Trig, uh, you know. And how really little do we use, really? But when they were used, they were very, very funny. But mm. it didn't, you know, it occurred to me that looking back, I'd have said they were in it more than they actually were. Mm. You know, what I mean, it's, it's it's funny. It was mainly, wasn't it, Del Rodney, mm. Grandad, and and mm. Raquel, as it turned mm. out in the end. And yeah, but um, it's a, it was, but it was very, very funny. And one thing that really did the surprise me, I suppose, it, again, the sound of the times, but it didn't occur to me that it was a big issue then. When Denzel had the ear infection, yeah, I was and, the, talk and, about and this. The, they were laughing about the fact he was having to take antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're keeping that quiet. Why would you keep it quiet? You're taking antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. like everyone's going to assume it's it's like you know some STD yeah. or something. I mean, I I did think that was really the odd. Made, they made quite a Even bit the of the canned thing laughter of... seemed uncertain about that. Bit. Like, what <laughs> yeah. are we laughing at again? Yeah. I think but, when they get in the bell, I don't know if that's like a what, must have been murder, something from from the, the plague times ringing yeah. a bell or something. because he had an oh, ear infection. Yeah, but that could be misconstrued as as VD. <laughs> I thought that was really weird. He's an um, he's an interesting character, Denzel. I mean, he's he's just like the nice guy um, mm. who's who's always there, but he's the butt of the joke. But I mean, I don't think I'd be so upset. If somebody, I think I don't think I'd go for that. It, no, I don't. Um, I'm not sure where John Sullivan was going with that. Far be it from me to criticise John Sullivan, but I just don't know where he was going with that. But. Yeah, I mean, I do wonder if John Sullivan went through. Maybe, life. maybe, maybe it's a <laughs> personal experience. Somebody with an ear infection, and, and then the next day his knob turned purple or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, ear infection, wink, wink. You know, down the <laughs> chemist. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah uh, no, but but that was the only one thing that that sort of jarred slightly. Well, it's, well, it's also got when the the, the character uh, Delboy realizes that he's gay later on as well. Oh, yeah, almost, like, that was dancer, that was like, they danced around that a bit. Yeah, didn't I mean, look, he obviously was gay, and um, so yeah, it's Delboy was coming to terms with a few things, maybe a little bit behind everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought yeah, thirty years ago, that's how we dealt with that situation, was it? You know. Yeah. Um, and the, the amount of time it took for the penny to drop, yeah, you know, it was, um, and his his <laughs> his choice of vocabulary when he did when before he realised when he said when she when he said yeah, 
I wouldn't be interested in Raquel if she was the last woman on earth sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You could do a lot worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that, you know what I mean? Um, and they're always saying a bit of a sort and I'm meeting this bird. You know, mm-hmm. the vocabulary's changed a lot, hasn't it? But yeah, but, but yeah, this was before he became a modern man. Well, course, abs- so absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I think that throughout that episode, it's just it's like an archetypal thing of lots of things to do with only fools and horses. And actually, some of the yeah. best bits are not even very funny. It's the bits where yeah, uh, yeah. where there's a lovely scene with Dylan Rodney just reflecting on like. How he, he's basically, I could have been a contender, well, yeah. like, where he's talking about his Oh, when they were sat, uh, the, they, wheels. <laughs> they were sat in the harbour, weren't they? Yeah. They, they? They spoke about the mum, yeah, and he mm. said about eels on wheels, which was just like a, a vehicle for a few jokes, wasn't it? And then, well, I don't know. But then, but then it yeah. became quite a, t- a bit of a tender moment, really. Mm. Yeah, a bit of regret and, you know, yeah. another problem, another idea that had gone up the spout sort of thing. Mm. I think that's one of the reasons why Only Fools and Horses has stood the test of time. So we said earlier about the characters, mm. because they are flawed. Yes, um, very and, much so. And I think because it's had that longevity, we've been able to see character development, particularly amongst Dell and Rodney. Maybe yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the other character development amongst some of the other characters happens off screen yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to some extent. Yeah. I mean, like... I mean, Trigger has like a personality oh. transplant partway through to one of the series to to another. It's just like, oh, let's just make him stupid. Yeah. And they were right, actually. That made yeah, it much funnier. It was very, yeah, very funny. Yeah, Trigger. But, but I think what they've done with Dell and Rodney, because they've dealt, I mean, there's a episode where Cassandra has a miscarriage and there are, um, there's some quite, yeah. sort of like, there's there's death in there and there's bits where they think they're going to die, which, and, but the way they do it, it is humorous. Oh, it, it, it is, but, but it's real. Issues in that fantasy world. Absolutely, I think that's why. Because you've got really good actors. I always mm. go on about this, you know, in comedies. Now, when you've got really, when it does go a bit, bit more pathos and a bit more sort of downbeat and you know, a bit more thoughtful, they can they can play it, and it makes it much more effective. I always think because mm. um, John Sullivan's good. Like, I'll give you a couple of gags, and they'll maybe bring it down or the other way around, and mm. I, and, it, and it works a treat, and they're good enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right that time um, the Driscoll brothers do you remember there was a real mm. tall one and a real small one and they give Del Boy a good idea because mm. he was protecting mm. Rodney and things like that you know that was that was well done yeah that was really well done yeah I think the John Sullivan stuff as well I mean I, I was also raised on Citizen Smith oh wow Citizen Smith yeah yeah that was uh, I you remember that, my, do you? Well, not originally. My dad would have made me watch a rerun. Yeah, yeah. Because he likes it. Which is what I do to my kids now. <laughs> yeah. No, Citizen Smith and Dear John I used to love, which was also... I see. I've, I don't think I've ever Dear seen Dear John that. and... Uh, was, was that? Just Good Friends, I think he did as well. Right. Paul Nicholas. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dear John, what was that about? Lonely Hearts type club or something like that. I think it was about Look, thinking about it. Um, but yeah, very funny. Mm. Very funny again, yeah. What did you make of Rock and Chips? Um, Rock and Chips, for anybody listening who doesn't know, that's a, so that was, was a like a spin off on it, to, yeah. Um, Only Fools and Horses, but it was yeah. a very different style. It, there was no canned laughter, there was a lot of humour to it, yeah. Um, but it was a bit more of a drama, really. And it was about so Nicholas Lindhurst was in that, but he played Freddie the Frog, um, yeah. He it was discovered all... in Only Fools and Horses was likely to be his, his biological dad, um. <laughs> But then they had uh, Jay from the Inbetweeners playing Del Boy. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you? I, I don't remember it well enough to really comment on it. To mm. be honest, I think I did watch it at the time. Well, I, I think it never really. Well, unfortunately, John Sullivan died before it yeah. was um, 
before they continued making it. So it never really had that, that chance. To Again, it, maybe maybe it needed to breathe like Only Fools did. I mean, the first the first series, it was just nobody was interested. Of course, now it'd never see the light of day again, would it? Um, people give things like that more time then. Mm. You know what I mean? Even like the music. And the first Bruce, two Bruce Springsteen albums never sold. Mm. But he got to make a third and it was mm. born to run. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had more time then. Alex um, Ferguson at Manchester United well, wasn't yeah, it, much it, cop it, to begin it, with. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but things are different now. There doesn't seem to be time to pe- let people or ideas develop. Yeah. Um, but fortunately they did in this case. It does seem strange that though. And actually when I've watched back, <laughs> might be an unpopular view, there's some there's some pretty weak stuff going on in Audible's analysis, no. I would say. Yeah. When you look back at oh, it yeah. now, a lot of elements of it are really dated. And I do love it. I love it because of the characters. And yeah, I think yeah. like David Jason in particular is is a national institution and he's, oh, absolutely. Like, he's gonna be a it's a very sad time when when we lose him. Yeah. Um but I think that so you've got that kind of the connection. Unfortunately, a lot of the cast members have started to die recently. Yeah, Boise's oh. gone, hasn't he? Mm. Trigg's gone. Yeah, um, the actor who plays Mickey Pierce is Patrick Murray. He's, he's not he's well. Not well so. the, the landlord of the pub, Mike, he, he well, died, he died while, yeah. while they were making it. Yeah. So um, much like um, Only Fools and Horses can have lots of jokes and then go all serious, I just introduced that to this podcast. <laughs> I think we should now have a moment let's, of silence. Let's, wow. let's, let's edit in. I don't know. Here's 20 minutes of silence to, to reflect on Peckham's lost ladies and men. Actually, just, I don't know. Just me, I think all the ladies are still around. I think so, yeah. 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 It just reminded me of that. Um, it was Alan Partridge when he shot someone dead on his show and they had a minute <laughs> silence, but he kept talking through it just to show they were still broadcasting. It just reminded me of that. He did that. <laughs> so I don't want to be overly critical about Ronnie Fools and Horses. Nah, so, so I think we should maybe be a bit better because it. it was almost like we was criticising it. Yeah. So what do we Slightly. love about it? What do we love about it? Right, I'm going to start off with an obvious one. You go like, for it. Dave. So just, just right, anything to do with Trigger... And the day figure is such, and I've got to go negative, right? It's such a lame joke that it's brilliant. And the fact that they kept doing it, I don't know where it came from. I um, think it's one of them um, where I think he's just thrown it in and it's got, it's popular. He's mm. probably thought he won't get a laugh. He won't get much of a laugh. Yeah. And then he's thought, oh, he's getting laughs. Yeah. Apparently that, that's what happened in Blackadder with Darling. Mm. Captain. And so everyone's laughing. Like, so he just kept, kept repeating it, you know. Um, it's the same, yeah. They, when when, thing, when they had a child, or what they're calling him, or they're calling it Rodney after Dave or something, just like madness. And then they did the wedding <laughs> toast with Cassandra and Rodney, and he just heard Dave yeah. in the background. <laughs> and he's so silly. And it's because it's like you don't do it in every episode, so you yeah. sort of forget. Um, you, you forget about him. <laughs> <laughs> you just this one, just fall out of name. And it just makes Dave. you laugh. I thought you were called Dave. You know, yeah, I mean, he does actually confront him, does him, 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 him about why it, yeah. do you call me Dave Trigg? <laughs> and and, uh, and then, <laughs> then later on in that scene, he's still reversed he's still, back to yeah. Dave. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's a terrific joke. It's like yeah. the, the I've always had the same broom in it. Yeah. It's just had four different heads and seven different handles. You know, it's just like <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely. But there's brilliant. a twisted logic to, to a lot of it. Uh, Fantastic character trigger. Yeah. Fantastic. We haven't prepared this. Is there anything else? What what, what jumps out to you that you uh, 
love about Ronnie Pills and Horses? About this particular episode or just well, any, anything? Any, anything. I think stuff like, just the stuff, these magic moments that we live with. I mean, like Tony Angelino. Hmm. I don't know if you remember, he booked... Quieting. <laughs> he booked the singer who couldn't pronounce his R's, which I just thought was absolute genius. Because, hmm. uh, of course, we all know about it now, but remember when we was watching it, you just didn't see it coming at all. Hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it's just terrific. Yeah, well, he's frightened. He's frightened, isn't it? That the, is it the Driscolls again? Then or is some gang? It was some gangster. Yeah, he's gonna, yeah. gonna get him. It and, was for uh, his, the gangsters' mum on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the uh, moonlight rooms or something. Yeah, um, but when the cause when they get back to the flat, they sung the green green glass of home and the <laughs> walking world medley and stuff. <laughs> not particularly PC. <laughs> really. Not really. Not really. Uh, but no, very 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 funny. Very funny. And I think they had a, an interesting challenge on their hand because, like, I suppose the the situation and the the stick of it was about uh, a, a nucleus of a family who kind of were trying really hard but weren't really getting anywhere. Yeah. And then, of course, the the, the big episode, and, and I've I've got the information in front of me now. So the uh, time on our hands um, holds a record for the highest UK audience for a sitcom episode ever, twenty four point three million viewers. And of course, that's the one where they, they finally, this time next year, but yes. they became the millionaires. Yes. Um, and people were like cheering and just so <laughs> happy for these fictional characters that they'd finally made it. Absolutely. And do, do I, I don't think they left it though, there, though, did they? Didn't they? No, they made three episodes after that. And I always thought maybe that was the time to, to get out. Once they'd achieved what they'd, because that was always the goal, wasn't it? Hmm. Um, to become millionaires. I heard somewhere though that that was John Sullivan's plan was for them always to be back in the situation that they, they were in. So right, they, they weren't supposed to. Yeah, end wealthy. Yeah, um, the thing is with we, I suppose with Sullivan dying quite young, he was only sixty five. I mm. think he probably had all kinds of plans for how mm. he was going to go. And um, but yeah, I, 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 I never quite got got it after that. If mm. you know what I mean, it was never quite the same because it was that I, eternal struggle that was the. Yeah, the beauty of it, you know. I struggle to remember a lot about. I think there was some. It went on a game show with Jonathan Ross. But what I do remember is the them accidentally kidnapping the guy who just kept saying Gary. <laughs> do you remember that? I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm sure I haven't dreamt this. <laughs> I'll check it out. The, the, the accident. Well, they think that he was um, illegal immigrant, but actually they accidentally kidnapped him. But all I can say <laughs> is he just goes Gary, Gary, Gary. <laughs> I'm sure I haven't made this up. I mean, if, if you're listening, anybody, yeah, uh, can just do you remember that? <laughs> have I just made that up? You might. I don't, I don't, I don't think I, don't I have. Know. I know. I think that did happen. It's a while since I watched it, so you you may be right. You may be right. <laughs> well, obviously, I mean, we've we've figured out my sense of humour. Just well, that's true. Four yeah. letter, men's names with four letters: Dave, Gary, Dave, Gary, yeah, John. We found the level, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, both of you. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, the, thanks for the, listening, Dad. The, the stuff, yeah, the stuff. Um, yeah, I always remembered was the stuff like when he when he sent in Rodney's art to oh, win yeah. the holiday, and of course he had to play. <laughs> had to pretend to be under fifteen for the full holiday <laughs> and stuff like with just the skate, great with the skateboard. Right? <laughs> That got that's referenced, isn't it, in the um, Jolly Boys outing? They did, they did mention it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cassandra sort of like just seemed to, to me to just just be very angry in that entire episode. Yeah, um, but yeah. it was with set, Roddy. Yeah, and I did think it was a bit strange, but then you realise that it was just 
the setup for uh, Rodney to defend him, and then the yeah. uh, lead up to the bus exploding. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not everything he touches goes wrong. Yeah. yeah, boom. I mean, in no way I want to compare myself to John Sullivan, but when I've tried writing stuff, as well, sometimes you just think, "How can I get to this line?" Yeah, <laughs> it's giving you really yeah. long and yeah. convoluted. Pass me a crowbar, and then we'll yeah. go. Yeah, it probably won't worth it. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all done it. Yeah. Oh, I like that joke. How can I? I'm going to make it fit. I'm going to make it fit. <laughs> um, no, that's that's great when the bus. I mean, that's another thing. I don't know if you'd be allowed to do now. The fact that you know the Albanian cassette player. <laughs> <laughs> it was bound to catch fire you know what I mean it's kind of like that was the good thing about the um, Jolly Boys outing is that it, it had a little bit of everything it, although it's a Christmas special yeah. it did start off in the market and yes Del Boy it clearly has a talent for this kind of thing now he doesn't sell anything in that particular episode yeah. Yeah. Um, but the banter that he has in trying to sell it that still exists today in, in markets in fact I was talking to my wife about this yesterday she was saying she went to Walton Street Market oh said, I can imagine it's rife like, there yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, yeah. I was pleased to, to see that still works with that kind of that gift of the gab Oh and that's yeah, where that character comes from with the the hooky gear and 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 so on. Well, but, the, um, I think that's how he's not in sitcoms, but um, Greg Wallace. I think that's how we got, and he was just like one of these white boy greengrocers hmm. with the gift of the gab. Yeah, and he sort of like ended up contaminating our televisions for like <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> I think Alan Sugar as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe there was a bit of. Um, yeah, a bit of basis on that. I don't know how many people have gone from the market to... He used to flog air, car aerials out the back of his van. Mm. Lord Sugar, Excellent. I believe. Yeah. That's how we go, man. I don't know where I was going with this. No, no. <laughs> you don't even. <laughs> no, I don't. But I'm happy to join in, John. I'm happy to join in. <laughs> I've not watched much of the Green Green Grass spin-off. I no, I must, I must be honest, it kind there. of passed me by a bit. Yeah. yeah. If um, it's not Only Fools and Horses, we're clearly not watching it. I liked... I like both characters. I like I like Boise's fantastic character, and I always thought the the flirting between Marlene and and Del Boy, mm. that, that something like something had gone on at mm. some point. You know what I mean? I kind of like that. There was always that air of mm. tension between the two. Um, but, but they no, got them, didn't they? Where there was one where the the the, the Tyler, I think the child, is just like wave to your daddy, and they all wave no. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. I've, I don't know if you've ever been asked this before, but um, which Only Fools and Horses character do you think is most like you? Oh, God. Um, Marlene. Marlene? No, I'm joking. Because of flirting um, with Del Boy. <laughs> yeah. Pr- this thing about market too. traders. And your um, breast implants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what are they called? Uh, um, your foster tits, as the barman called them. <laughs> um Put you I was on thinking, the spot, I was, no, I was, no, no. Um, I was thinking, trying to think of um, of this. Who would I most relate to? It's definitely an element of Rodney, a <laughs> <laughs> plonker. Um, yeah, someone who sort of like needs needs assistance. If you like, <laughs> you think you can go. You, you know, think you've got enough to get on on your own, but you always need somebody else to sort of like you know help you out a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would, uh, yeah. There was something about Rodney I really kind of liked because he was kind of like aspired to be better than yeah. than all this, didn't he? You know, because he had a GCSE. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rodney could see their life for what it was sometimes, and then other yeah. times he couldn't, and he, he seemed yeah. to pick and choose those moments because he could see through Dell's bullshit, but yet he still worshipped him. Absolutely, yeah. I think eternally 
grateful to Dell because Dell was like a, his parent, wasn't mm. he? he? Was he was the parent that was never around, you know, because the, his mum and did his mum died dad young mm. and I think his dad cleared off. Yeah, the dad so, was in one episode, wasn't he? So um yeah, Dell was his kind of mm. a surrogate parent. Um so I think he's always eternally grateful as much as he does his head in, you know, mm. he's eternally grateful to Dell. Yeah. And and sticks up for him. Mm. You know. Um especially like to Cassandra and stuff like that. But Hmm. But yeah, yeah, I think he sees himself. Mind you, he was working for Cassandra's dad, one, and he kept losing the figures. Yeah, of the screen, <laughs> of that very dated screen that they kept showing. <laughs> um, okay, so you're going for Rodney. I'll go Rodney because I'm a plonker as well. <laughs> so, in, what about you, John? Yeah, I was going to say, in all Come fairness, on, I, I thought, well, if I'm asking you this, I see he was so, a bit of a Mickey Pierce. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, there's certainly some of the more dynamic characters, like Del Boy and so on, I'd like to be. But, but when I, if I'm going to be really honest, I've realised to everyone's like, Uncle Albert. <laughs> like, I really am. Because I'll just keep... I don't say during the war, because I was never in the war until... But, but no. my, the amount of anecdotes that I just, like, thrust upon people. <laughs> and I'm particularly, like, at work, or with the kids, and somebody will say something, and I'll go, oh, yeah. I met him once. Character I created for you in a sitcom pilot that we made who was always right. uh, dropping Nip, ridiculous yeah. celebrity anecdotes. Yeah, it was based on me. <laughs> it's just what I do. Uh, yeah, God, help, no good for help you. anybody if I went to the war. <laughs> I would definitely be, uh, be sharing everything, yeah. I'll tell an anecdote about like my morning routine or something. That's those who have to listen. I didn't expect you to say Uncle Albert, I'll be honest with you. I don't know why. I didn't. Well, I didn't know. Yeah, I've got a bit of uh, Cassandra. I think, Cassandra, well. yeah. 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 But no, it's quite... Um, yeah, if I had to be honest, if I'm, which I should do. Yeah, you're down as Mickey Pierce. So that's, oh. that's, but he's not wearing a trilby, everybody. He's actually wearing yellow dungarees. <laughs> and looks good in them. <laughs> what does Only Fools and Horses teach us about life? Oh, um... Oh, that's quite that's quite deep. I have a problem with the actual the actual lesson in the name around why do only fools and horses work. Mm. But maybe that's because I work so hard. I'm not I'm not willing to accept well, that it's all futile. That's that's true. Yeah, I'm uh, not it, a horse, uh, which means that the only possible <laughs> outcome is that I'm a fool. I'm never quite sure what it's saying. Is it is it saying that because. Because of the, the nature of what they do, do they not see that as working, or do they see that as working? Oh. You know what I mean? That's why I've never. Because it's not. It, it's not nine to five, is it? It's just like it's ducking and diving. I don't know if Dell would see it as work even. I, I really don't okay. know. I'm, I'm never oh, quite right, sure. Oh, that's a good way of looking. The, the whole kind of if you're passionate about what you're doing and you enjoy it, you'll never work a day in your life, kind of thing. Maybe so, or maybe yeah, maybe they do that because they don't want to be. Have to be somewhere at a certain mm. time. Maybe this just suits. I'm never quite sure if it means, you know, mm. they they think they aren't working. If you know what I mean, mm. uh, or this isn't really work. Mm. But it's just. I mean, uh, I don't know about you. I couldn't live like that because you just never know where the next. You know, we, <laughs> all you've got in your house is like a load of boxes of Russian camcorders <laughs> that you've got to move that don't work in Europe <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> So I, uh, I mean, I know people who actually like Delboy, um, who are, on the face of it, intelligent people, but they will be looking for the next quick book. Oh uh, yeah, and the, yeah. Sat, uh, and the other, and uh, I'm not going to name check anybody. No, no, no. 
but yeah, it's almost a thriller. The yeah, yeah, it's just rather than just you know, yeah. Well, I kind of get it. I kind of get it in a way. Delboy almost gives um, like a bad impression to a true entrepreneur because he would call himself an entrepreneur. Yes, and, and a yuppie and all those. Well, stuff. what was very notable in that episode was that Stephen, the oh, the, the greasy guy. Yeah. Wanted nothing to do with the word yuppie, but yeah. but Dell aspired to the word yeah. yuppie, which yeah, I thought was, like, you was are nice. A yuppie, yeah. <laughs> no, but you are a yuppie. Yeah, which was with Dell chopping him, up, chopping his legs off without even realizing he was doing it, which was brilliant. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, but the entrepreneur thing, I think, is the um, I mean, a true entrepreneur who's creating wealth, and, and we mentioned Alan Sugar and so on. Yeah, about, which I, I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs are also flawed. I'm not, mm. um, you're not talking about Donald J. Trump, are you? Well, he's not an entrepreneur, is he? He's just a, he's just a cunt. Hey, that kid, that kid. <laughs> that's, well, yeah. Um, oh, we can swear on this podcast. He's a cunt um, entrepreneur. That kid started with now, apart from the $6 million his dad gave him. So just remember that before you start casting aspersions on that kid. I suppose another life lesson is this idea about perseverance. Mm. Because that who dares wins and who dares uh, wins, yeah. This time next year will be a millionaire, and, and yeah. so, which is it's said in a in a jerky way, mm. but actually, and you see moments actually, including in Jolly Boys Outing, where Dell starts questioning this, and I think he starts to wonder if he is a bit deluded with deals on wheels. I thought that's what was that mm. what what he was kind of getting at in a way, mm. wasn't it? It was yeah, yeah. But he does persevere, and it turns out, of course mentioned earlier about when they had the, uh, the the watch the whole time that they were sitting on this valuable thing yeah yeah um and yeah you got a bit lucky but on the other hand i mean as you say enough different weird goods went in the flat sometimes you earn your sometimes you earn your look sometimes yeah. you, I, I remember uh sting getting into trouble for saying you know why would you want to win the lottery you don't you want to earn the wealth don't you want to feel you've earned it and like they were saying, well, if say because I think Sting's dad was a milkman, he got up crack of dawn every day for like forty years. Don't you think he's earned a bit of luck? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. That's it's, mm-hmm. so it's, it's strange how people look at it. But that's Sting; he's a tosser anyway. Um, won't mind being a couple of quid behind him though. No, but, he, um, he is a tosser, but he does it very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's a reference. What, what are you doing to, on Thursday? I'm having a, ref- a wank. <laughs> that's a reference dear listener listener <laughs> that you'll either get or you won't wiki it sting having a wank <laughs> it's not, a tantric not... a tantric wank <laughs> uh, yeah I'm glad we um, we started off so promisingly yeah we've gone downhill now hey, it's non-alcoholic this as well um, we should try it with a couple of bottles of some at Lethal one week see how we go yeah. Um, no, the other thing I was going to say when you said about his perseverance and it's that glorious optimism. I think which kind of like gives Dell the, the likability, isn't it? It's, it's, you don't, he doesn't stay down for long, mm. um, which I think really, really very appealing about him. Even yeah. though he seems to have every reason to in every episode. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I think life lesson I take from it, if you look at the evolution of Dell and Rodney is mm. that you need a good woman. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Because there weren't really any strong female characters until no, until no. Cassandra came in and then Raquel came back into it. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of like humorous in, in, in their own way, although they're not quite as, well, they are eccentric as well, but they're not off the wall like Del Boy is. And, no, and, no. And, and so on. But yeah, I do think where would, where would they be? Yeah. No, they, they yeah. yeah. 
they um, came into the lives at the right time, I think. And they are, they are, I mean, I think Raquel's a great character, you know, this particularly with her slightly, uh, if, I mean, she was a stripper. I remember when she came, came back into it and she was a stripper grand for Uncle Albert in the Nag's Head. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Del Boy being quite upset about it because, <laughs> of course, everybody knew who she was. Mm. Um, and, of course, she used to be married to Slater, yeah. his, his um, nemesis, mm. Inspector Slater. Yes. That was a beautiful reveal as well, that. Yeah. Remember what's my husband doing sleeping on our settee? Mm. And because he had no idea. Yeah. Fantastic. It's, yeah. It's just, they, they, they got Slater off to. Um, to was Slater's last episode to Holland back? Oh, I don't know if he came back after Could that. Could have but, been. Yeah, but, didn't because yeah. didn't they get him. They got him done on that. Yeah. Done on done on that one, yeah. yeah. That was a good episode, that. So we had spoke off air about who was going to play Del Boy yes. before David Jason. It's, it's the floor is yours. Well, John. no, you go, because I just wonder if it's linked to what we've just discussed. It oh. is, yeah. Uh, right, yeah, okay. yeah. I understand that Johnny Sullivan's... Johnny, looked like I knew him. John Sullivan's um, first choice was Jim Broadbent. Yeah, I heard that. Did Jim Broadbent start that rumour? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it may be. And apparently he was busy doing a show, and, which, and in the meantime... It got cast and then the show got cancelled. So it could have done it anyway. Oh. Um, but it's been very different. Yeah. Big question. What to you is more entertaining, the the granddad era or the Uncle Albert era? For me, Uncle Albert. Right. Whether it was more, because I think he probably ended up in it longer. Oh, he will. Yes. Yeah, um, so, and as the f- first series or two, they were just getting going. Mm-hmm. It's no fault of Leonard Pierce's. It's just, I think it's just how it grew and got better and better in the Albert time. That For me, mm-hmm. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I would agree. But I grew up in the Uncle Albert era yeah. and went back and watched the Grandad ones. Grandad, yeah, yeah. Um, afterwards, okay. But um, um, yeah, I mean, he's a bloody good character as well, Uncle Albert. Mm. I mean, he was what, a bank manager till he was in his 50s, Buster Merrifield. He wasn't like a professional actor until very late in the day. But he, he wasn't overshadowed by anyone. I thought he was a very good yeah. very good actor. Yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, the episode where he has to pretend to be surprised. <laughs> Rodney's Rodney having a date or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Like, just, <gasps> <laughs> I mean, that's like, so as much as I'm a big fan of like just four-letter names, yeah. just a noise. Yeah. You don't need your writing. You that's just need an old yeah. man... <laughs> taking a sharp intake of breath to make me I was remembering an episode as well cheeks hurt. I think it was when Slater came out I kept going who's Rachel yeah <laughs> fantastic uh, yeah simple stuff so, uh. fabulous so, so John thank you for, um, for for bringing Only Fools and Horses to our discussion a pleasure and for, pleasure John and for sharing your, your thoughts feelings of what, what we like love and love about only fools and horses and this this whole world of um, sitcoms so um, i'm trying to woo you in to come back uh, regularly for this if you um, want more of this i'm i'm down for it mate there we go it's it's on you have been own. warned listeners it has been on listener listener yeah thanks again dad and uh, <laughs> if you've made it this far um god bless you <laughs> yeah. there is a number you can ring <laughs> I've been John Gilbert. I've been John Albones. And you've been listening to the sitcom Sit Down. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.
We've got some half price crack ties, some miles and miles of carpet tiles, TVs, deep freeze, and David Bowie LPs, pool games, gold chains, wuss names, and head push, and Trevor Francis track suits from a mush and shepherd's bush, push, 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 push,